Welcome. Thank you for choosing to listen to another word-filled message by David Entry. Preaching is the means by which God manifests his word and nourishes our spirits. May the life of God enter into you and you as you listen to this message. Be blessed. The book of Luke chapter 1 is practically about two important births. Beth. B-I-R-T-H. Beth. Supernatural birth. One uh, by two women who couldn't give birth. The, it wasn't possible for these women to give birth. And you needed, God needed those two women to do his work on this earth. I like the way God likes using women. I almost felt like, as I studied, I felt like I need to preach a message. You need, you need a woman, or at least two women, to be able to do what you have to do on earth. <laughs> you need at least two women. I'm not talking about marriage, please. I just <laughs> God needed the old one and the young one. So young women are very important because they have something they bring to the table, especially those who are not yet married. It's so important. And the old women, those who have been married and have been around for a long time, they've lived with their husband for a long time. They have something they bring on the table. We need both the young and the old. So, and both of them were in a state where they couldn't give birth. The young one was not married yet. She was just engaged, but she was not married. And so she couldn't give birth. And the old one was too old to give birth. And an angel appeared to the older one's husband and told him, who was a priest, that your wife is about to give birth. Why? Because of encounter first. <laughs> wow. Hallelujah. He says that do not be afraid. Why? Your prayer is heard. That's one of the things I want to tell somebody. God hears prayers and I want you to know the prayers you have made on this platform, even if you have not seen the results, God hears prayers. And it, I'm telling you, it wasn't that day Zachariah prayed that prayer. He's been praying that prayer since he got married. And for many years did he see it. Little did they know that that prayer was going to be answered in a grand style. That prayer that looks like it's been delayed, I am announcing to you that it shall be answered. God will answer that prayer in the grand style. God will answer your prayer in the grand style. If you believe it, shout amen. Amen. Your prayer has been heard and your wife will conceive and bear you a son and you shall call his name John. And the man said, no, how can this be? And, And they said about it. The angel told about him. Let me go to the verse 15. All right. Like, okay. Let me just pick that. You, you, you have great joys and gladness and many will rejoice at his birth. Look at verse 15. That's very important. And he'll be great in the sight of the Lord. And watch this. Watch this. This is important. I'll, I'll drop a few things. Okay. So I may not emphasize on some things, but I'll be dropping some strong stuff. The Lord will be great in the sight of the Lord and shall, <coughs> excuse me, and shall drink neither wine nor strong drink. Wine usually typify the enjoyment of the worldly things, enjoyment of the things of life, enjoyment of the things of life. He said, this man is going to be a Nazarite. 
So he will, he has to the, watch this. The one who is going to introduce Jesus to our world must be able to cut themselves off from some things. You want God to use you to be a great man of God, but you as you also still want to retain the normal living. No, you have to be a Nazarite in order to be able to introduce Christ to people. Wow. Yeah. Nazareth. The way you are struggling with pornography, brother, you better get right. You better overcome it. Other than that, God can use you the way you think he would use you. Because for you to introduce Christ, for you to introduce, is that the way you are struggling with fornication? For you to be used by God, as for God, he can use anybody. Please, I bet you never. He, God does, he can, but he doesn't use anybody. He doesn't use, a, 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 okay, he can use anybody but it doesn't use everybody some people are not usable for the assignment because god needs a certain type of vessel so john the baptist who was coming to introduce jesus had it was when they announced his birth they said this guy must be a nazarite nazarite is someone who has separated himself no it doesn't have to be sinful but cannot live a normal life everybody lives enjoy what everybody enjoys because they have to be separated unto god for god to use them and bring Christ into it to uh, introduce Christ to change the life of people and communities and the generation. I know you want God to use you. It starts from a certain Nazarite dictates. Cut off yourself from some stuff. So he said it shall it shall be a Nazarite and it shall be filled with the Holy Spirit from his mother's womb. That's the that's the only person in the Bible who was filled with the Holy Spirit in his mother's womb. It was inside there, and the Holy Spirit went, not the mother, went inside the baby. To feel the baby because this baby is about, about to do a great job. That tells you it takes it always takes the Holy Spirit to do the work of God. So um, the angel told him, and then the problem was, he said, he, uh, uh, he I like this bit, but I think we should leave it verse sixteen. It's very powerful. We turn the hearts of people to God. But but look at verse verse, verse, verse seventeen, and then verse seventeen says that uh, he will go in the, the spirit of Eli Elijah. And uh, go on. And uh, verse. All right. Let's go to the next verse quickly, please. I want to show you something. The father. The father Zachariah said, "How shall this? This? Uh, how shall I know this? How am I going to know that this? For I, I am an old man, and my wife is well advanced in years. So what you are saying seems impossible. Listen, the things you are believing God for might be impossible, but if His word covers it, you are covered. Don't be afraid of the impossible. Believe God for the impossible. Dare the impossible. Dare the, 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 the impossible when God is with you. Stand on his word. All right. So the, the, the guy said it can't be. He doubted what the angel had said. And the angel said that, hey, you doubt me. You are going to watch this. This is very important. Because this morning, my children asked me a very important question. Because verse 35, verse 34, I'm sorry. Verse 34 says, after the angel, same angel came and spoke to Mary. Mary also asked, how can this be since I know no man? So Zechariah also said, oh, I mean, how is it going to happen? How shall I know this? And him, he was made dumb. Mary also said, how can, shall these things be, since I don't know man? And she got away with it. My children asked me this question. And they said, daddy, answer it. I said, yes, I will answer it, don't worry. And I explained that, look at what the angel said to Zechariah. After he said, you will be dumb. You will go, you will be speechless, okay? I stand in the presence of God. And who... Uh, uh, he said, I am, I'm, I'm, I'm Gabriel, who stands in the presence of God and was sent to speak to you uh, this good news. Go to the next verse, please, verse 20. To, uh, Behold, you will be mute. In other words, God has to mute him. Say mute. Mute. 
mute. Mute. mute. You know, sometimes when you are talking to somebody on the phone and someone is trying to talk to you, or you are on Zoom and then you are, you have put off your sound, mute it. Yeah. God said you you can't produce sound. You'll be mute. Then just say you'll be mute and you'll not be able to uh, to speak until the uh, until uh, until the day these things take place. Because why? Because you did not believe. You see, you did not believe. Pastor, how different is Mary's home? Mary wasn't doubting. I, I explained it that uh, uh, Zachariah was skeptical. No, no, but what you, I'm too old for you to be telling me this time. So that's the challenge of when people have been around for very long. They are too experienced. They know so much. You find it difficult to believe when you know too much. When doctors are not well, when you're a medical doctor and you are not well, sometimes it's, it's hard to believe God for your healing unless you have hit rock bottom. And you know that this one, if God can do a miracle, let him do a miracle. So sometimes when people are, or you know, when people have been in church for so long, it's very easy to take a lot of things in, of God for granted. You explain things away easily. So Zachariah didn't believe. He said, for you did not, the angel said it clearly. He said, you did not believe me. You did not believe what I said. He says that uh, uh, because you did not believe my words, which will be fulfilled in their own time. My words will be fulfilled. That's why. But when Mary said, how shall this thing be? She was asking, what process is going to be? Because I, 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 it's not possible for a woman like me to get pregnant. Because I don't have a husband. So how is this going to be? And the angels showed her how. She didn't doubt it. And after the angels said it, look at verse 38. Mary said, be it unto me. I'm the handmaid of God. Be it unto me according to I accept your word. Do you see that? I'm the handmaid of the, be it unto me according to your word. And the angel left. That's what she wanted from Zachariah. Zachariah said, wow, this is amazing. Let it be. But he didn't. So angels, yesterday, you know, I was teaching something. Do you remember what I was teaching yesterday? I taught on the fact that um, you have to be careful about the use of your tongue. Mind the use of your tongue, the way you use your tongue. God, because your tongue the use of your tongue, even when God wants to do something powerful, when a declaration comes, that's what Elizabeth told Mary in verse 30, um, 45. He says that, Blessed is she that believeth, for there shall be a performance of the things that was told her. She knew her husband didn't believe. But, so Elizabeth said, Blessed is she that believeth, for there shall be a performance of the things that were told her of the, from the Lord. If you believe, you shall have it. That's why yesterday I was saying to, the declaration is one thing, but your believing is what validates the declaration for uh, uh, to have an impact and a manifestation of in your life. Now, not only your believing, your hope, and not only your hope, watch this, your confession. Now, God can plan to do something in your life, but you can spoil it with what you are saying. And God couldn't afford for Zachariah to spoil what he's about to say, uh, uh, what God is about to do in, in, in bringing John the Baptist by the man's confession. So he had to mute him. You can't talk. You can't talk because you spoil it. You are believing God for a miracle. You have come for encounter first. Miracles, declarations, testimonies upon testimonies. You can hear God is working and you still are doubting that he will really do for me. You know, this one, her own is headache, but my own is, you know, cancer. My own is heart problem. It's the same God. It's the same God. Bishop David Oyedepo said something. Papa said, it took one day for God to make man. On the sixth day, he doesn't need a whole day to fix anything that is wrong in your body. That's why declarations can get it sorted. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. So, um, so quickly, um, John the Baptist came uh, comes on the scene. So the uh, so he told uh, the, sorry the angel told him you'll be mute because you didn't believe. But Mary didn't. Mary said, "Let it be unto me according to your word." So second point, first point is God for God to use you to introduce Jesus to the world and to turn people from the world to God. You need to do some separation. You need to cut off yourself. Some of you might lose some friends. They may cut you off, but that's fine. God is preparing you. It's necessary. It's necessary. You need to, you must go through a certain process. That's one. Number two, what you say can spoil what God is doing in your life. So don't let, if God has to really do it, he might end up getting you speechless. He'll, he'll, he'll make you, and he'll mute you. But I pray God will not mute you because mute yourself before God <laughs> mutes you. Because God wants to do something powerful in your child's life. And if he's not careful, the things you say can spoil it. So he might find a way of muting you. <laughs> because our words are powerful. Well, these are two women who couldn't give birth normally. But supernaturally, God said they are going to. One was old woman who couldn't give birth. And one was young woman who can't give birth. And so, Mary, well, as soon as the angel finished talking, Mary goes to Elizabeth and greets Elizabeth. And as soon as she greeted Elizabeth, the Bible says that when Elizabeth had, had the salutation of Mary, the people you hang around matter, the salutation of Mary, the baby leaped in her womb and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. She was filled with the Holy Spirit. The baby received her, his portion. And Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. And she spoke out with a loud voice. As I told you the other time, every time the Holy Spirit comes to people, they speak. Because, you see, oh, thank you, Jesus. This is, it. This is oh, thank you. What you say can change lives. And so when the Holy Ghost fills you, one of the first things to happen is you have to speak out to begin to set some things in motion. Because God always works with words. God or nature responds to words. Or let me put it this way. Every important thing, everything in life is voice activated. Is voice, not, not Google or uh, Siri or the other one, Alexa. Okay. I'm telling you, your, your actual testimonies are voice activated. Your downfall will be activated by voice and your rising shall be activated by a voice. And so it's very important when the Holy Ghost comes on people for God to achieve something in the midst of the Holy Ghost coming on them, they speak out and something starts, uh, sets, it sets in motion. Before even if they are they backlight, backslide, something has already been set in motion. So Elizabeth spoke out and he said, Blessed are you amongst women. <laughs> blessed are thou amongst women and blessed is the fruit of your womb. That's a strong statement. The fruit? So Jesus is a fruit of a woman's womb? Hmm? First of all, it's a fruit. You know that God told them that you can eat of every tree. The tree in the garden. Oh, so Jesus is the fruit. Hmm. So, is a fruit and not just, but the fruit of the woman's womb. Oh, woman. So he's just an ordinary person. Yes, he is ordinary and he is supernatural. 
Look at the next verse. I hope you are learning something. And she said, what? give me New King James, please. He said, why is this granted me that the mother of my Lord, oh, hold it, hold it, my Lord, a Jewish woman calling God, that's they call the Lord, Adonai. So the mother of my Lord is not the landlord, is not the uh, high priest, no, it's not her boss, it's the Lord's savior, the mother of, he said, the, so he's saying that, watch this, this is very important, God has chosen to have a mother. In other words, God has chosen to be human. These women were deep. These two women. These two women were so deep. She said, God has chosen to be a human being. So even though he's my Lord, he has found a mother for himself. So he said, the mother of my Lord should come to me. What? So there there, she identifies that God the Savior has stepped into humanity. No man has seen him yet. No one has known to even preach about him. But the, the mother of the one to introduce him by the Spirit knew. Hallelujah! She yeah. spoke by the Spirit. And then, verse, look at the next verse. Verse, the, verse 44 says that, For indeed, as soon as the voice of your greeting sounded in my ears, you have to be careful what voice you are hearing. It's important. The voice. Whose voice you hear. They, they can be singing some song Jerusalem 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 that song sounds very nice but let me tell you whose voice you are hearing matters <laughs> is it, it when they speak what has filled them is what is entering you when they speak what has filled them is what is entering you there are some people, when they are exposed and they keep singing in a certain church, if the pastor is not very strong or they are preaching, whoever, if the pastor is not very strong spiritually and anybody at all keeps singing on their platform or preaching on their platform and the person is carrying some pollutant or living in a certain level of sin and immorality and some stuff, the more they are ministering to you, the more they are they actually ministering from their spirit to you. Wow. Yeah. That is that that's spiritual things. They are ministering something from the other time I was teaching our pastors, our branch pastors, and I was I told them that anytime you see that something is increasing, a common negative trend is increasing, it has happened to this one, happened to this one, happened to this one, happened to this one. Pastor, I think you have to check yourself. Because what is it? What is it? You are preaching good. But what is it that is flowing from your spirit and is allowing people about a congregation of 100 people, about 20 people are fornicating. Ah, pastor, there's something wrong. <laughs> hey! Man, I don't have to enjoy myself too much because I don't think I have too much time. My time is up. <laughs> Let me finish this. <coughs> so the, when the salutation came, he says, the baby in my womb left for joy. And uh, go to the next verse. And then she said, Blessed is he that believed that first there shall be a poor like I taught you. Then look at what, what happened. Mary. And Mary said, My soul that magni my my soul magnifies the Lord and my spirit. Oh wow. This is deep. She began to speak her spirit and her soul. Her spirit, when you read some other translation, my spirit has served, re rejoiced in God my Savior. That word rejoice. My spirit serves. 
my spirit said when you begin to serve god with your spirit your soul that's your thinking your feelings begin to magnify god god must be magnified in the way you are thinking god must be magnified in the way you feel you must magnify god in your that is this lady began uh, started uh entered into an outburst of praise and worship praise she started saying, my soul that magnifies the Lord and my spirit rejoice in God, my Savior. Look at the next verse. He says that, uh, no, no, before that, before that, I think there's so much, too much packed here. He calls God my Savior. That means that she needed, she didn't say God my creator, please. She said God my Savior. That means Mary was a sinner who was looking for the Savior. So Mary was as any ordinary human being who needed a Savior. Jesus said, the Bible says, he shall be called Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. He is our Savior. He is our Savior. Whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. And Mary said, my, I also need a Savior. He said, my spirit rejoices in God. Did you see that? That's also very deep. God. And God has come down to save me. These women were deep. These two women, Mary and Elizabeth. They were deep. That's what I'm telling you. It's not everybody at all God uses. It's not everybody at all. He can't just use you anyhow. You, you must be of a certain kind. You must be of a certain type. Pastor! 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 This thing is not about just preaching or trying to find some things to say. That sounds nice in the ears of people. This thing is about the flow of God. The outflow of God from your spirit man. Young man, you want to be a pastor? Young lady, you want to be a pastor? You want to marry a pastor? Look, some of you ladies, if you marry a pastor, you kill his ministry because you love the world too much, even though you are in church. There are some people, as soon as they marry, the man was on fire, the man's fire goes permanently. Yes. So, um, so she said, God, my spirit rejoices in God my savior look at the next verse this is going is getting deeper for he has regarded the low oh oh this is the encounter message i want to bring he has regarded the lowly state of his hand may seba. god always take notice of the state you are in don't worry he has he has regarded your state that is why encounter first could have ended last night but because of your state god chose to extend it because he has something great in stock for you he has regarded your state the lowly state the state that makes you look a uh, 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 kind of um uh, uh, it's, not, it's not something to write home about about it's not something you can rejoice about it's a lowly state in your low state sometimes I'm, i know i'm talking to somebody who might be in your low state your heart is broken your heart is down god regards the lowly state of his servants and I, I i want you to know mary said that after the encounter she was in a lowly state but i'm going to show you what she didn't lack she might lack money and stuff like that but this you need to hear this for for he has regarded the lowly state of his of his a maid servant, for behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. What? Don't worry the state you are in now. It's your future. Your future. And how did Mary get this? Had Elizabeth told her, Blessed are you amongst women. Blessed are you amongst women. The angel told her, For thou hast found thou hast thou art highly favored. Hail Mary, thou art thou verse 29, 30, 31, 29, 30. The angel said, Mary, thou art highly, do not be afraid for, for thou found favor with God. And then 
Elizabeth said, blessed are you. Um, yeah, you are highly uh, uh, rejoiced, highly favored one. You have found favor people. Blessed are you among women. And Elizabeth repeated this, the greetings of the angel to Mary. Elizabeth, when she was filled with the Holy Ghost, said the same thing the angel was saying. She said, blessed are you among women. Blessed are you among women. Blessed are you amongst. And then Mary said that, uh, uh, for he has regarded the low state of it for, from henceforth. All generations shall call me blessed. Listen, it doesn't matter what state you are in. It, just be, be busy believing God for an encounter. This month, I didn't even get to say, nowadays people say, happy new month. I didn't get to say, happy new month of March. Now, this month of March is a month of turnaround encounters. That is why I'm talking about Luke chapter 1. These two women had turnaround encounter, encounters. Turnaround encounters. Turn around and come. Whether it's in your, with your health, whether it's got to do with your health, your finances, your career, your marriage, your family. I believe God! I believe God! I believe God! That there shall be an, a, a turnaround encounter for you. He said, from henceforth, all generations shall call me blessed. Look look at the next verse. I want to show you something. I'll come back. For he, for he who is mighty... Ah, ah, ah! This is your testimony. This is your testimony. This is your... You will say this one day. You will say this this year. You will say, I'm prophesying to you in your family, in your marriage, in your health. You will say this, that he that is mighty has done great things for me. He that is mighty has done great things for me. And holy is his name. Hallelujah! I prophesy to you that you will have an opportunity to say, he that is mighty has done great things for me and holy is his name. Why? Because when he regards the lowly state of his handmaiden, he does great things for you. All generation calls you blessed. Your life will be an enviable life. Amen. Not a pitiable life. A pitiful life. No, an enviable life in your marriage, in your career. Listen, get busy feeding yourself for an encounter. Prepare yourself for an encounter. Now let me, I, I need to end up, but watch this. He that is mighty has done great things for me, and holy is his name. Look at the next verse. And his mercy, say mercy. Kadasha, His mercy, say mercy somebody. Mercy. mercy. Don't, don't forget the use of your tongue. Say mercy. Mercy. He has, he, uh, uh, and his mercy is upon those who fear him, from generation unto Mary spoke about mercy. She didn't talk about grace. Ha! Huh. That means you see, it takes people who know God deeply to speak more about mercy. Pastor, explain it. When you know God deeply, it makes you know how unworthy you are. The more you see the glory of God, the more you know, like Isaiah, he says, Woe is me, for I'm, an un I'm undone. I'm a man with an unclean, Isaiah chapter 6. I'm a man with an unclean lips, dwelling among unclean people. When the, the closer you get to God, the more you discover that you are undone. You are unworthy. You are unworthy. And anyone who knows they are unworthy, that's what Jesus said in Matthew chapter 5, that blessed are the poor, I think verse 5, blessed are the poor in spirit. For this is the kingdom of God. Once you know you are poor in the spirit and you consider of the strength, you consider yourself that you don't deserve anything but God's mercy, you, it, it makes you humble in your worship to God. Some of us, the reason why we are struggling to forgive somebody is because you haven't done anything so bad. 
<laughs> for God to deal with you. Yeah. But if you know how much God has forgiven you, you won't struggle. Emotionally, you feel, ha, ah, ah. But still, intellectually, you magnify God in your soul. You, you decide that, no, I'll let, let her go. Doesn't matter. I'll just leave it. Because what God has done for me, who am I to hold something against somebody? Mercy! Mary knew God! Mary knew God! Now, because of time, let me share, tell you, when you read this, uh, uh, they call it the Beatitude, the Song of Mary, about 15, listen to this, I, look at my face, please. About 15, 15 quotations from the Old Testament Mary was talking about. Almost everything she was saying was a direct quotation from the Old Testament. Huh? That young lady, yes. Under 20 years old, yes. Very young lady. She was filled with the word of God. She might not have enough money. She was coming from a very lowly background. Lowly estate. Um, not so grandiose background. But there's one thing she had. She was filled with the word of God. So God said, this is where I would like my child to grow up. Why Mary? It's, because, it's not because God chose anybody arbitrarily. God chose a woman. Besides her virginity, she had the word of God so loaded in her. When she wasn't speaking like the donkey spoke. The donkey spoke by the inspiration of God, of the Spirit. But Mary, she was speaking by her rich wealth of God's word indwelling her. Do you know what I'm saying? Jesus, he, Jesus is the living word. Jesus is the living word. He must be incubated and nurtured in a word-filled person. Word. Because that's the, he needs a word-filled environment. Listen, you want to be a great preacher, forget it. It is your wordless environment is going to keep you very dry. Satan will blow you like paper. Even this paper is heavy, it doesn't go. <laughs> a, fan, a fan cannot blow my, my Bible away. But sometimes even just can blow a paper away. Jesus needed a word-filled atmosphere to grow or to develop in the womb. The womb. The woman was see these two women. These two women. These two women. I think I should call today's title These Two Women. Who mm. are these two women? They were filled with the word of God and they spoke out to the glory of God. These two women, these two women, what made God choose Elizabeth? She spotted it. When the Holy Ghost came on her, she knew the Messiah is coming through this woman. She knew it before any preacher could know. The sister knew it. The old lady knew it. The old lady knew it. Do you know one of the reasons? She's been married to a pastor for a very long time. She's been in church for a very long time. Listen, how long you've been in church, Matteso? Okay, let me put it in. How long you've been in church for? And how well those long period is? Because there are people who were part of the starting of Caris. And they are still members. But the, the anointing and the grace and the, the weight and the commitment of Caris hasn't entered them. <laughs> you see, so, so being long is not the be all. But listen. Somebody asked me this question. I think I have to end. Somebody asked me, so if God has a plan for you and you backslide and later you come back, will God not fulfill his plan? Because that's his plan. He's calling for your life. So even when you backslide, you dip and come back, won't he use it? I say yes, but it's just like you want to be a pro, a, a footballer, professional footballer. And uh, when you were in your late teens and then 
mid-20s, from late teens all the way to almost 30, you just decide to be eating, eating, not. Then when you're 30, you want to, oh, yeah, I want to be a pro. Listen, it's too late. Everything is time sensitive. sensitive. Everything about life, that's one. And I said to, to him, I got born again in my teens. I got born again in my teens, and I've been forefront fire from secondary school. On fire, on fire. Jesus, I'm hungry. I love you. On fire. I've never backslided as like abandoned God once. But fire, forefront, forefront fire. And I was telling the gentleman, even with all this investment, look as to where I am. I haven't arrived anywhere. And you who came late, after having messed up in the world, you came late, you have time to backslide again. <laughs> There's no hope for you. <laughs> There's no hope for you. <laughs> Listen, don't backslide. Don't backslide because you are cutting short a lot of things God can do with your life. Because maybe you should meet this wife who God is going to raise the two of you for a great work at the age of 24. But at the age of 23, you left church and backslide and went back to nightclub. I am not from nation and were enjoying the world. Let me enjoy the world. You came back at the age of 31 and later found a church sister and married her. But listen, you have missed something because there was somebody God wanted you was wanted you to his plan was for you to be married around 26, meet the lady around 24, and then or somewhere around, you know, and then you start your first son. So by the time you are 45, maybe your first son is, uh, uh, is already 11. Or, uh, oh, sorry, um, 11 plus 10, 20. Let's say 20. <laughs> 11 plus 10, 20. Uh, yeah, 21. Okay. So let's say 20. Your first son. And at the age of 30, your son is going to break come out with a certain invention. And, you know, God has plans. So you don't have time to backslide. These two women, who are these two women? They are the wet-filled women. Word of God has filled them. And so, hey, I'm about to end. Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. I'm getting overexcited. Let me get a bit diplomatic, please. They are word filled and so encounter was easy. Their encounters were, why do you think Mary went and stayed with this woman for three months? Yeah. Six years, six months old, six months uh, old, uh, six months pregnancy. Or an old lady who is six months old pregnant. Mary went and spent three months with her. Yeah. Mary, who are these women? We only focus on the nativity. And we lose, we lose track of these women. These women. There are some women. There are some people who God, because of their, their exposure to God, God can do anything he wants to do on earth in their time. He said, generations shall call me blessed. What is it that God wants to produce through you? Tonight, what I want to tell you is that God will remember you in your low state. And for God to remember you in your low state, get the word of God. Get busy loading God's word in you. Because when he comes to visit you, depending on how much word you know, he will use you enormously and all generations shall call you blessed. Amen. I believe tonight is such a night. But sometimes I really want to read the word by his heart. It, it's not cheap for anybody. So we all have to keep pushing and change your environment and change your exposure, you know, and, and encourage yourself. And you have to put system in place that will at least help you do it more. It's important. So it's not just, it does not come, loving God does not come natural. <laughs> it's, 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 it's a reaction by exposure. So, if you had not exposed yourself to some things, you wouldn't have been born again. Yeah. 
So loving God is not natural for any man. Loving God and being fired for Jesus is not natural for any man. Any person. You have to nurture it. You have to expose yourself. You have to allow some things to develop around you. That's why the kind of places you go, the kind of music you listen to, the kind of stuff you watch, the kind of people you interact with, and the kind of books you read, the kind of books you read, and the kind, all those things are, are building blocks of what is building up in you. What is going on outside determines what is growing in you. Or let me put it this way. Your exposure determines what grows in you. What you're exposed to will determine what grows in you. And I know, I know this year is definitely going to be a year of victory because this month is somebody's turnaround and countermand. God bless you. I came with a word to you. But God has remembered you in your lowly state. He will never leave you nor forsake you. He's a faithful God. He's a man. God is a faithful God. God is a faithful God. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening to this message by David Entry. To hear more from David Entry, follow him on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. You can also subscribe to Caris Church on YouTube. Don't forget to share and subscribe to our podcast so you're always up to date. Be blessed.